1: Selling from the Heart podcast. I'm your co-host, Daryl Amy, and I'm joined today, of course, with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? It's going great. I'm out in Los Angeles, and life
0: could be any better, Daryl.
1: Yeah, it's insane. You're like living in so many time zones right now. You've got people texting you from the East Coast at three in the morning. You're on the phone till late at night with folks uh, down under in Australia. And by the way, for any of our Australian Podcast listeners, we're glad you're joining us. Larry, you're like you're becoming the uh, you've got this global footprint. It's uh, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, it's it's calling and coffee, right? So right. make fun calls <laughs> and drink lots of coffee.
1: Yes, and I've got my coffee here today, and, and we're gonna have a great time on the Selling from the Heart podcast today. In just a moment, we're gonna introduce our special guest, one of our favorite people. Uh, but following up from last week, we had a great time last week talking about. Uh, What we always talk about, which is being genuine, authentic, bringing the goods, uh, being a a sales rep of value and substance. And uh, last week at the end of our call, if you didn't catch it, go back, we had a fantastic guest uh, from uh, HubSpot, very involved in the sales enablement side of the world. And one of the things we really just was uh, an epiphany was when we share content as reps, it's really important that we read that content, right? It's really important that we absorb it. And so in the spirit of authenticity, we challenged everybody last week to you know, make sure you're reading and consuming the content that you're sharing. Because in the process, not only are you going to be adding more value um, on your online presence, you're adding value to yourself in terms of what you can bring to the market, so, uh, we'll, just it,
0: go, we'll just go figure about that, Daryl. You can actually learn something. So Lord forbid that a sales rep actually learns <laughs>
1: something <laughs> right. Exactly. And if you're gonna sell from the heart, you got to be able to do the work and bring the, bring the goods. And I'll tell you what someone I know who does the work is genuine, authentic and a perfect role model. If you wanted to you know put a poster child out for, for the selling from the heart podcast, um, it's our good friend Dale Dupree who's joining us today. How are you doing, Dale? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Oh, fantastic. So Dale is calling in from the Space Coast of Florida this morning where he works. <laughs> uh, that sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? It's the Space true. Coast, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. He's from the, he's in Melbourne, Florida today out working, doing what he does as the uh, president of sales. And uh, and Dale has uh, recently accepted a new assignment with a fast-growing uh, IT company called Dedicated IT. And uh, so, and Dale has just become one of our great friends uh, along the way because he is someone out there that is just putting it to work um, and doing things the right way. And, and so welcome, Dale. We're, we're uh, really excited to have you here today.
2: Thanks, Daryl. Appreciate it. Larry, so every time I hear you say that you're in LA, like I feel like you're kind of digging in a little bit to the rest of us that don't live in the most amazing weather in the
0: world, so oh, but I have to yeah. ask you to stop doing that. Dale, don't, don't give, okay, first of all, don't give me any of that crap because you live, you live in great weather as well, except you have humidity and I don't. That's true. And, and probably a little bit more like on
2: the mosquito side as well too, I don't know if you guys got those, but they're pretty
1: annoying. <laughs> it's the state bird where I live. So. Uh, Dale, as we get started, you know, the question that we are always asking uh, all of our guests and all of our friends is, you know, when you hear selling from the heart, uh, I'm curious, what does that mean to you?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I get when I hear you say that, a lot of things come to mind, right, but there's something that I always have said in my sales career, and actually it's, it's up on my whiteboard in my office. I, I've... I've got it even in my sales den for my guys as as kind of like a message for them in the morning when they get up and they get started, and it says, "My heart longs to learn and aches to serve," and it, it might be kind of corny or simple <laughs> to some degree, but what it speaks for me is it, it talks more about what it is that I'm doing here today. Like sales isn't something that we just decide that we're going to do. Okay, right. sales isn't something that that everybody just wakes up one morning and says, oh, I'm gonna go and sell, right? Sales is is a passion. Sales is is a journey, it's a path that we've chosen to be on for the rest of our lives in some cases um, because we want to do more with our lives and we we want to impact others with what we are going to accomplish in our role. So people that that have the outlook, which is the opposite of what I'm talking about, are those that, that constantly are failing inside of our industry, inside of every industry in sales. Um, they're the people that we roll our eyes every time they call us, and it, it, it's that stipulation that that people where when they hear the word sales they think I don't want to talk to you. But mm-hmm. for me, selling from the heart, you know, from from that perspective, it, it's what sales is to me. My, my my path in sales is a legacy. It's more than just what product I'm pushing today. So. You know, it, it goes deep, and I don't know how many people feel that way. But honestly, I think that if a lot of folks looked deeper, um, you know, into that statement, even they would find that, that they're probably on the same path <laughs> as, as I'm explaining yeah. right now. One, yeah. one that's a long journey that that goes a lot deeper than you and I can ever really explain.
1: Well, I think that's the turn that that we all have to make. Um in our career and, and it's just so inspirational the way you know we're watching you do this and and even um you know it, it just there there comes a point I, I know when i got into sales uh which for me was straight out of college 25 years ago um i got into sales because i knew i could make a lot of money but there's got to come a time when um, you realize that your role is 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 to make a difference and uh, I love the way, the way, I love, can you, what did you have on the wall again? I got to write that down. That was so good.
2: <laughs> so it's just something I came up with. It's, it says, My
0: heart longs to learn and aches to serve. Oh my gosh. Larry, come on, yeah, man. The, I mean, that, Dale, I mean, that's so spot on for, for one simple reason. And, and you know, the last, the last word in here, you know, it says aches to serve, I think is what you said, Dale. And what's really interesting is, you know, months and months ago, I wrote a blog post about servant-led leadership. And mm-hmm. what's really interesting is it translates to sales because in order to serve, we have to be willing to help.
1: Yeah, and
0: right. I think sales reps in general, I mean, let's all face it. We're all sales reps on this call. And, and sales in general just has a really bad branding issue. And I think if sales reps can really look inward to themselves and say, what is it that I can do to lead with the heart? Be a servant, right, and help my clients and help my future clients. I mean, you'll set yourself apart in two seconds. Right, I agree, hundred percent. But then you got to buy into it, right? You got to believe it. You can't just say, right, right. It. And I think, think often yeah. those sales reps, we just, you know, we're we're really good at saying stuff just to roll it off, right? But do we really are we really buying into what we're saying? And if you can right. buy into that, I mean, oh my gosh.
1: Wow, that's powerful. So let's let's uh, let's dive into that statement a little bit because it, it just really dovetails perfectly with what we were talking about last week. I mean, when you think about longing to learn, um, you know how how are you learning as a sales rep? And and you've made a you know you've made a, a career transition recently into a, a parallel industry, but you've you've kind of expanded your. Um, your world and offering is you, you stepping into offering full IT services. What is what is learning look like for you right now, Dale?
2: Yeah, it's, it's an, that's a really interesting question, right? Because you've got a guy that, you know, just a little history on me, too, in the process. My dad started uh, his copier dealership in 1984. Right. And, and that's when, like, it literally was a copier, right? We still call him that. But they're they're MFPs now, right? You know, sure. but, but back wow. in that day, it was literally a copier, right? They they him and another guy that could lift two hundred and fifty pounds raw would you know lug these things <laughs> upstairs, stick them on your desk, right? Because they didn't right. have stands back then. Let you so run for seven days, and then they charge you twenty five thousand dollars to own it, right? Right. <laughs> so you know, from from that perspective, you know really in my legacy too of what my father's created for me as far as the culture is concerned of sales and learning is that over that time frame that technology was always important to him so he always saw that look i know that this what i'm doing now might not ever be relevant again tomorrow Right. so his thought process was how do i continue to evolve and mold and so back in 2007 2008 when i started working um, into my full-time position with my dad. I, I had just stopped playing music on the road with my band and come back and, and help run the business, you know, per se, right? So that the, the old tale of the prodigal son, right? And in the process <laughs> of doing so, you know, my, my dad had started selling managed services. And this is this is kind of groundbreaking for a copier dealership back in 2007 and eight, right? Where yeah. Nobody was really doing that yet, but my dad was because he saw the evolution that needed to happen. So for me, I, I, I guess you could say I, I cheated a little bit, right? I used the knowledge of a man that was successful and that, that had my best interest in mind and, and said, Dale, you need to learn this stuff, uh, and I ran with it. So so in 2017, this year actually, when I left my, my firm that I had been with for about four, almost five years, um, that my dad had sold his company to, so it was through an acquisition that I had... Um, gotten onto their team, I, I, I was ready, right? We had been selling so many boxes, right? That's all yeah. we looked at it as. And I, I was ready to start to evolve my mindset and, and get myself into a position where I was learning again and I wasn't just walking around with my, my chin up thinking I was the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to knowing speeds and feeds and features and benefits, right? I, I got really sick of that attitude that I had and I, I challenged myself. And in the process, I met this company, fell in love, and you know, accepted the, the position that I'm in as president of sales. And now, for me, at this point, you know, the learning process is really with the team I'm building. That's how I'm learning. To be honest with you, Daryl, I, uh, I, you know, we can learn technology all day long. It's always changing, right? I mean, Larry and I were just talking about how Staples just got sold, right? Like, who, who even knows what's going to come up with that, right? Like, what is going to look like for the consumer? I mean, they might be able to buy a copier from Staples, right, to go down and try it on the floor in a couple right. months, who knows, right? So things are gonna change drastically in technology always, right, but for me personally, like how do I make permanent learning and permanent change in my life? It's by taking the guys and the girls that I'm leading in my sales organization and, and sitting and talking with them and saying, hey, what did you do today? And instead of having the process of like, hi, I'm your boss, tell me what you did, I'm gonna tell you what you did wrong, I ask them that question so that I can hear back, you know, what did they do today, (laughs) right, Right. and and can I learn from that, you know, what can I take from it as well, too, so, so really, that's kind of the bottom line when it comes down to learning for me, is that I'm soaking it in with the people that I'm surrounding myself at this point, and taking, you know, their attitudes, and and their best practices, and making it my own as well.
1: I think that's, uh, the mindset is, is of, you know, what you're saying is, is what I'm doing now might not be relevant soon, that's, uh, that really is a mindset of today's, business world is that uh you know we can't ever um assume that we we know everything we're going to need to know because we we live in a world that's that's changing so rapidly so that you know i i think that is spot on for for the selling from the heart community is is it's part of the mantra um you know is we do have to have that uh longing to learn because that's how we bring value we've we've got to be a step ahead and um you know, and someone that's selling from the heart, that wants to bring the goods is going to have to continually be learning. But you know what? The other thing that, that I'm picking up from you, and, and I think this is, this is so relevant, is we don't just learn from reading books and reading articles and magazines and all of that. We learn uh, from each other. We learn from our clients. We learn from our fellow uh, team members on our sales team. Um, and and I love the bent of your conversation even as a, a manager a leader of sales reps to to approach it uh, from the perspective of what did you learn today and, and what can i learn from you based on the conversations you had with prospects and clients right beautiful beautiful yeah so uh, man this is this is so so spot on and um, you know the second half of your statement I know Larry you just you're probably jumping up and down right now on this aches to serve uh aches to serve um you know talk to us a little bit more about that dale that's that's powerful stuff
2: yeah for sure so uh, a, a while back yeah and I, I actually i was touring with my band when this happened to me um i was i was in a heavy metal rock band tour in the united states nice and a guy, a gentleman, came to me. Um, and my band, actually, believe it or not, as a heavy metal band, especially back in early two thousands, we were a Christian band, um, which was kind of unheard of at the time, right? You had your stripers of the days, so more hair metal stuff, but I mean, we were hardcore heavy metal, right? Headbanging music, right? So, so we're in this in this world just full of you know what people would look in at as you know debaucherous <laughs> lifestyles, right? But but. We played a church this one particular night, and I had a great conversation with the youth pastor was there. He was all tattooed up. and You know, you never see things like that. You do a lot more frequently now in this generation, but I'm talking 14 years ago, right? You know, this this is a weird thing to see. So the gentleman, though, he said to me, he he was talking about what's going on in my life back at home and digging into me. And and one of the things that he noticed that I, I, I didn't have was excitement. And so he told me, he said, get excited about your life. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, Look at what you're doing right now, right? He was right. like, nobody cares as much as you, and and that was the statement that I've carried with me wow. since that day back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Is I I have never forgotten what he said to me, and I don't even know that he knew what he said to me. You know, it yeah. it wasn't that I was unhappy with my my situation, my current situation that I was in, right? But it was it, it was more that. I didn't have the realization of what I was accomplishing, and and, and I wasn't excited. I didn't care. Um, And and so I kind of grabbed hold of that idealism behind leadership, right? And being the person who kind of took that line and and started walking that walk. Um, And change is difficult um, to embrace, right? There's a lot of risk behind it. You know, you go from music to copiers. I mean, that's unheard of, right? I, I don't know a lot of people that have done that in the first place, right? But, but sales, like we are talking about, and, right. and the, the idea of sales, you know, it being a learning process and a serving process, it comes naturally to, to any individual that has the will, you know, to be able to evolve their mindset. So yeah. just kind of opening my
0: mind to more was really kind of the key ingredients there. Well, you just said some. I mean, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit on this one because you just said something, Dale, that just triggered, you know, I, I think me personally, what's wrong with, with a lot of sales reps today is, you know, you use the word excitement. So how do you as a sales rep incite, you know, excite somebody and engage? And I think right. that's mission critical now is if you're not excited about what you're doing and you can't get somebody engaged in a conversation about it, how are we ever going to sell anything? And, and, and that's what really concerns me today and it was interesting because a couple of days ago I had, a, I had a conversation with a sales rep who was really struggling and i said why are you doing what you're doing and do you even like what you're doing right because that comes across in a meeting if if you can't share your excitement right your passion and that you're truly there to help them do you think they're ever going to buy anything from you
1: <laughs> great point yeah, and I think that why is, is so important. And, and um, you know, I'm a partner in, in several marketing agencies, and one thing I tell our teams all the time is, you know, because I've got to remind everybody, what do we do? You know, and it doesn't matter if you're doing marketing or IT or, uh, you know, selling payroll solutions or, or whatever. There's there's a bigger why, and, and I'm always telling my team, you know, what we do is we help create and preserve jobs. You know, as we're helping... Uh, in, an organization market and and set themselves up for success uh, at this social sales academy. It's the same thing. We're as as a sales team is going out and leveraging the latest strategies to to grow the business. We're helping put food on the table for people. We're creating jobs. Whatever you know. That's that's just one aspect of the the purpose behind what you're doing. And I think as as reps who are selling from the heart, we really do need to regularly connect with the the why of, of what we're doing you know in IT there's so many aspects I mean you're protecting companies from the you know these terrible ransomware um, things that literally you know threaten to take a company and bring it to its knees and even you know shut it down or obliterate the profits I mean there's there's like a why behind it really doesn't matter what you're selling uh, within reason there's always a deeper why behind behind all of this and I think as, as sales reps, uh, you know, we've we've and leaders as well. I don't want to dive into that aspect here in just a moment of, of your role, Dale. Is is we've always got to be looking at the 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 reason behind uh, the why what we're doing, what we're doing, and the the true benefit we're bringing. And I'm curious as a as a sales leader, now as you're you're leading this team um, in your new venture, you know, what are some of the things that that you are doing or would like to do to to reinforce the, this this um, service type approach uh, to sales and the that kind of the why the you know the Simon Sinek uh, start with why uh, we're all Simon Sinek fans. And By the way, if you're listening to the podcast and have not read the book or watched the video, start with why. We'll put that in the show notes, uh, you guys. It's a it's a must. In fact, you should hit pause right now and watch that video and come back, but. Uh, Dale, what I mean, what are you doing as a leader to, to lead your sales team in that direction beyond just the hey I'm here to connect to uh, collect a commission check versus I'm here to serve and make a difference? How's that look in yep. leadership? So,
2: that's that's a good one too. And and I'm I'm thinking through this as I'm answering it, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my best answer here, right? Because this one's important and yeah. especially to me. Because really In the end, like you just said, the the paycheck methodology of sales—you know—from as a mindset, it is—it's a—it's a a dead end. You know, everybody listening needs to understand that, right? That—that is the kind of attitude. It it might make you a lot of money, right? It it might buy you that Lamborghini you wanted, but ten years down the road how much debt will you be in and how many people will say that you're a scumbag and they don't want to do business with you anymore, right? right? So there's a fine line there. Yeah. It's, it's something where money changes people, right? So if your mindset is, I want to get rich, then you will probably, right? Because if you put your mind to it, I strongly believe you'll make that, you'll you'll hit that goal, right? But at the same time, you've got to think about all the risks involved with that mindset. A lot of people right. don't. So what, what I tell my guys every day is I say to balance creativity with care. Yeah. And the, importance, the important part to that statement, right, is that the creativity side would be like what you're asking the question about right, right now as far as what do I do different, okay? So I'm not afraid to be creative, and the guy shouldn't be either, right? So we're doing some marketing pieces right now where on the front it's like a postcard size 4 by 6 and on the front – um, it looks like an old Street Fighter game or like Mortal Kombat, right, where you got like a health bar on both sides and then on one side is technology, right, and on the other side is, is my rep or, or myself, right, and we've got a sword in our hand and it says like that we've totally knocked out the, you know, totally knocked out tech and conquered it with a KO, right? Yeah. On the back side it's just like a call to action, hey, like, do you, do you like what you see on the front, do you like what you're reading as far as content, give us a call, right, And and, and 99% of sales reps that walk into a cold call, hand them a business card, ask for the decision maker, get his business card back, email and call the crap out of him. When when my reps drop off creativity like that, they either get to learn everything about that account on the spot, or they'll have an appointment set within the next seven days at the latest, right? Right. So, so the big thing in that, though, is like being able to have the character behind it too, right? Because right. If you're afraid to try it, <laughs> then there's no point in, in in the idea, right? Yeah. So, or your creativity in the first place. So, being able to, to, to be successful in sales and in this mindset is having enough creativity to think it out, but also enough character to, to do it, to try mm-hmm. it, you know, to put it to action. So, and I think that those are two really simplistic ways to put it, right? But also. They're the keys to the car, guys. Like really, that's <laughs> in the end. Like a lot of people say, like, "Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that." They never follow through. They never put it into action. It's, it's right. just talk at that point. Like if no one understands what it is you're trying to get across in the first place, where your heart is on the matter of what it is that you're knocking on that person's door for, they don't care. You're just another face to them. You're you're no better than the telemarketer that calls ninety times a year. It asks for Bob because they're with an IT firm, right, that they hang up on or they send a voicemail jail every time. So so be the difference and start by being creative with it, right, because no one will see past your sales tactics until they see that you're just a normal human being and and probably someone that they can relate to, right? Humor is a great way to pitch yourself, even if you don't have any humor like Larry. You know, if you're real dry, like California style, you know, you, you can still pitch. You know, dude, to somebody else. Or okay, there. Like... Right. Are you
0: calling me dry,
1: dude?
2: <laughs> just for a second,
0: dude. Just for a second. Okay. To make it, right. All right. Now, you, now you got me all charged up because. You just... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Dale Debris, you got me on that one, but. Um, But you brought some up because I use you as a prime example all the time because you said something about being creative. And I think as sales reps, right, this is a lot of things that sales reps struggle with is how do we creatively market ourselves? And, you know, I'm going to throw you out a question because I use you as the poster child a lot when I'm out working with sales teams is look at how, you know, look at how this sales rep has creatively marketed themselves. And I'm going to throw a question out at you and then, you know, I'm basically teeing you up for your video. But if you think about it, how do sales reps market themselves out in their territory, out in their respective marketplaces if nobody knows they exist? Mm. And you know, if, if we think about that for a second, how do sales reps really proactively market themselves if all they go to market with is traditional ways to market, so expand on you know your video and what you do and and how the creativity part of that plays out in getting you noticed? Sure. Yeah, well to start, I think it's important. Like with, with the first
2: time that I heard you talk, Larry, was on a phone call, right? And, and I'm in a room full of copyright reps, right? And, and obviously, like, the arrogance is just, like, seeping throughout the air in the room. And and you start talking about what it is that you did different than everyone else to, to make people know that you existed, right? It was real simple, just like the, the, your question, right? where you were in the concrete jungle of LA and you're on the phone telling us how much you sold as a rep, as a commercial rep. I mean, much, it, it, to me, it, those are the keys to the vehicle, right? Like we've been talking about it. And so actually, you know, I know that I had a video when we first met, but but the attitude that you brought to the table for me to kind of change my way of thinking inside of the video was that it's not just about having a video, it's about the call to action with that video, right? Yeah. So, I developed the copierwarrior.com, and that's just copierwarrior.com. Um and, and what I did with that is I decided to make my own branding behind it, right? Which is something that you, you know, pushed very heavily the first time we talked. Like how important it is to be branded, not just to to, to go out and say you're different, but to show it and, yeah. and to mean it, and, yep. and then then follow up with it, right? With content and with marketing. So. So I created, I created my first video and it was kind of sloppy. It was, it was fun though, right? We had a possessed copy machine and I exercised the demon from it and pulled the paper jam out, right? Like it was funny. But, but in the last video, even like in how I've evolved myself, like I've, i started to apply myself more to like real life circumstances where instead of someone just looking at you and saying, oh, you're funny. They also, they feel the need to call you, right? They say, yeah, that's, that's me, right? right. Uh, the other end of the pain side of things, right? And and at the same time, too, they they look at you and go, I've got a copy your guy, guy. She's nothing like this dude. Of course I'm going to give this dude a shot. I mean, uh, and, and one of my favorite stories, it kind of sucks when I, I tell this story. It, it kind of sucks. It hurts a little bit because it, of what happened here, right? Now, you, I, you'll, you'll know when I get to the end of this, right, what I'm talking about. But I had met a church, and, and I had met them through a referral, right? And, and, and I went in and met with the decision maker, and he straight up told me to my face that they've been using a guy that's gone to church there for 25 years, and they're happy. But they wanted a quote from me, right? But, I mean, we, all three of us on this call know exactly what that means, right? right. So, I mean, we just want to hold this guy accountable. Well, in the process of giving them that quote well, that I never really gave them, I, I helped them to understand my brand. They got to see my video marketing. They got to see some of my collateral that I drop off. That it just is a call to action, but it's funny. It's more about Dale, right, than anything else. It wasn't about my company. And about two months later, the, the guy that had been going to church there for 25 years and selling them copiers was kicked out, and I was the new rep, just like that. You know, so in the end, like, the power of branding goes beyond anything we could ever comprehend in the first place. Yeah. And, and, and so tapping into you and, and, and tapping into your why is so important because it will speak volumes. People will look at that and they'll go, whatever their situation is, they'll go, you know what,
0: I need to give this guy a fair shot, no matter what.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, and so it,
0: it, 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 and it and it's so true because, you know, if you're comfortable in your own skin and you can build that brand, and we're all capable of building a brand, we all have a story, it's how we tell it, and it's how we consistently tell it. And that, and, and that's why, you know, I, I just hate when the price issue comes up because price isn't the issue, right? Sales reps get beat up on price because they allow it to happen because they don't know the goods, right? Daryl and I always talk about empty suits, you got a bunch of empty suits floating around there who aren't bringing the goods, who don't have a brand, and of course you're going to get beat up on price, right Daryl uh,
1: Absolutely. Well, everybody, this has been such a great discussion today, Dale, and you've brought a lot of value, uh, yourself, to, to the Selling from the Heart community, and, and we're so glad you're a part of it, um, and uh, this is, I mean, I, I feel personally very challenged, and as we do every week, um, we want to leave a challenge out to, to the, the Selling from the Heart tribe, and, and I think what you said earlier is uh, is a gut check that I want to challenge everybody as soon as you get off this, uh, get done listening to this, to take even just five or ten minutes and sit down with a piece of paper, a journal, and gut check yourself on that statement that, that Dale made at the beginning. My heart longs to learn and aches to serve. And you know, on a scale of one to ten, it just gut check, real honest, long to learn. How are you doing? What are three things you can do? Uh, to, to learn and add more value to your clients and the aches to serve where are you on that and, and what's your why and how can you build on that so that's our challenge for the week Dale thank you so much for joining us uh, it's great, uh, great to have you here I'm sure we'll have you back in the future to, to dive deeper in all of this uh, Larry thank you and, and everybody in the uh, Selling from the Heart uh, community tribe uh, thanks for joining us thank you for spreading the word Um, And as always, uh, just go out there, be real, be genuine, be authentic, bring the goods, and most of all, sell from the heart.